Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 18 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. On today's show, we're going to be talking about last week's American Academy of Family Physicians annual meeting in uh, Orlando, Florida. I'll also be talking about this week's EPATCON conference, E-Patient Connections Conference. Had some observations about that. Also, next week's uh, meeting in the Kansas City area of the uh, Kansas Academy of Family Physicians Patient-Centered Medical Home Meeting. Very important there. So all that coming up. Right after this, this is the uh, Family Medicine Rocks podcast starting right now. At the beginning of this is uh, my new best friend, the uh, president of the American Academy of Family Physicians. Throw me a shout out, give, showing me some love. I really appreciate it. Here is Dr. Glenn Stream. Um, this year, one of my commitments and, and a great interest is to be more engaged with you as leaders, chapter leaders, uh, and, and our frontline membership. Uh, on, on Monday, a Twitter handle, I'm privileged to be the first one to hold, uh, at AFPPrez, P-R-E-Z. I already have 29 followers. I feel so proud. Um, I have a long, long way to go to catch up to uh, our current student board member, Kevin Bernstein, who has a little over 1,000. Um, and our, uh, our king of family medicine social media, uh, Mike Sevilla, who has uh, nearly 7,000 uh, members. and social media. This is the Family Medicine Rocks Podcast. I am your host, the friendly family physician. My name is Mike Savilla, family physician and social media enthusiast. What is this show about? <laughs> well, I get that question a lot. I tell people this is the uh, social media through the eyes of a family physician. You can uh, Check out the website at familymedicinerocks.com. You can also join me on Twitter with the other 7,058 people that are following me. I don't know why. I very much appreciate that. 
And also join the people on Facebook of the uh, Facebook fan page. That is uh, 243 people. Thank you for uh, liking the page. And if you're not, why not? Just go to uh, go to the uh, FamilyMedicineRocks.com and find the link for the Facebook page and give me a like over there. Today is Thursday, September 22nd, 2011. It is 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, I know a different time for this show. I'm trying some different times for this show, mainly because I get tired in the evening. Plus, people can listen to this anytime on the podcast, so I'm changing around the times. And uh, right here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it is 73 degrees Fahrenheit. Thank you so much for joining me. I haven't done a podcast for a while, so I have no idea if anybody is even listening to this show. <laughs> but I still love doing it. Uh, yes, it's been probably, I think it's been about a month since I've done this show, so uh, thank you everybody for uh, coming back or listening or finding me or finding me by accident. Thank you so much for that. We're going to be talking about uh, some very exciting things going on in uh, last week, this week, and next week. Uh, last week on my blog or, po- or podcast or website, I was writing about the big meeting in Orlando, Florida of the American Academy of Family Physicians. My professional organization will be talking about that. There was a big meeting this week also in uh, the great city of Philadelphia, the E-Patient Connections Conference. And uh, I wrote a blog post about that. And also next week, I'll be going to the great city of Kansas City, Missouri. I'll be uh, hanging out and tweeting out at the Kansas Academy of Family Physicians Patient Centered Medical Home Meeting. What's all that about? I'll be talking about that. But first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring this show. Also, for me being a featured host, I've been a uh, social media hobbyist since 2005 and have done over 200 of these Blog Talk Radio shows. Can you believe that? And if you're curious, I am a family physician. I'm a real doctor in full-time private practice meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And uh, so, yeah, very excited to be back doing the show here. So been off for a little while. I think I got my mojo back. Last week was a big meeting. Got to uh, talk to a lot of people. Got a big shout-out from the AAFP president. My new best friend, calling me the uh, king of (laughs) social media and family medicine. I'll be talking about that a little bit more. But after going to last week's meeting, I have a new mission for this show, a new goal for this show. I hope to broadcast this show live next year at the 2012 American Academy of Family Physicians meeting in the great city of Philadelphia. In October 2012, that is the big goal for this show. Hopefully, I would love to do this show live from the exhibit hall or from a meeting room uh, talking to all of you at a big, huge, enormous medical meeting. I know. Very exciting. Hey, and uh, before we go to the break here, I do want to uh, ask a favor of all of you. I was uh, participating in a uh, continuing medical education uh, video, 
And uh, we're hoping to get some traffic for this, getting some participation from all of you. And uh, all you need to do is go to this website right here. It's called uh, cmecorner.com slash A-D-H-E. And uh, that's talking about this question. Can social media help patients take their medicines and not forget about them? Big question, huh? Help me with my survey, and if, especially if you are a medical professional, you can get some education credits on this. You can go to cmecorner.com slash A-D-H-E. And I'll be going to my break here, and we'll be talking about the very exciting things of my life. <laughs> right after the break, you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. Just Google FM Revolution for more information. Also a member of the ProMed Network at the ProMedNetwork.com. That's right. Go to ProMedNetwork.com. A lot of great podcasts over there. And we will be right back after this. That's right, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. Google FM Revolution for more details. That's right, this podcast is bringing the energy, bringing the passion, bringing the excitement back to medicine. I know there's a very lot of people that are very upset and bitter out there, but not this show. No way. My name is Mike Savilla, Family Medicine's leading voice in social media. So talking about last week, last week in the great city of Orlando, Florida, that's right, it was 85 degrees, humid, warm, very jealous. <laughs> would love, I don't know if I would love to live down there. It's great to visit, but it's nothing like coming home. But last week, it was the big annual meeting of my professional organization, the uh, American Academy of Family Physicians. And if you go to familymedicinerocks.com, you had a bold prediction that I made that I think came true. My prediction was that in the family medicine community, especially the American Academy of Family Physicians, that we would reach the tipping point when it comes to social media that it would hopefully find the mainstream in the academy. And this is what happened. Right before their big business session, their policy-making session, the Congress of Delegates, the annual meeting there, they announced that Part of the, that meeting, sessions of that meeting would be broadcast live on the internet via Ustream. What? That's right. 
very pleasantly surprised about that. I thought that they would be like other organizations in this country. They would be too scared of it. They would be afraid of it. They would not want to do it. I was proven wrong, and thank you for proving me wrong, AAFP. And what they did beginning, even the day before the conference, they recorded and posted their town hall meeting having to do with things like health care reform, the RUC, R-U-C, Google it, go find out what it is, and other family medicine advocacy type issues. And this went forward to the next days of the week where they would not only record those sessions, they would also post them on their website. You can go to aafp.org slash congress to see those sessions. I would encourage especially people, especially members of the American Academy of Family Physicians to go and watch those sessions because a lot of that is what your membership dollars are paying for is to being advocates for family medicine in this country trying to advocate at the state house at Washington telling anybody who will listen what solutions family physicians have to solve to fix our broken health care system, especially if you are a family physician, especially if you are a member of the AAFP, you will be inspired, you will be upset, you will be motivated, you will be empowered to try to make a difference for you and your patients, especially with this year's election cycle Next year's presidential election cycle. Please do not be part of the problem. Please be part of the solution. Another pleasant thing that I saw last week was the Academy, the AEFP, took a proactive step to make a big move into social media something I have been talking about, something I have been writing about, something I have been blogging about, something I have been putting on Twitter about, something I have been putting on Facebook about, that medical organizations, especially the AAFP, needs to be proactive on this, needs to get out there, needs to get out there and tell people what our story is, tell people why family medicine makes a difference in the United States of America. And I applaud them for that. I have given them a lot of grief in the past on my blog and website. But I will today give them credit where credit is due. The American Academy of Family Physicians has taken a proactive step, and I am supporting them. I am behind them. I want to help them succeed in this venture for social media. One of the things that's happened, there's a few things that have happened. Is that Dr. Glenn Stream, the new president of the American Academy of Family Physicians, has started a Twitter account called AAFP Prez, P R E Z, AAFP P R E Z. Follow him. He will give you a snapshot. 
into what it's like to be the AEFP president. And if you don't know, it's a lot of traveling. <laughs> it's a lot of advocating for family medicine. It's a lot of doing what he loves to do, and I applaud him for that. In addition, on Facebook, started a Facebook fan page called AAFP President. Search that. Hit the like button. Leave comments. Start a dialogue. Another thing that's happening is he started a uh, AAFP leadership blog. The first post of which was, hey, I'm listening. How cool is that? Also put some posts from last week's Orlando meeting, which I think is very cool. And I really hope that he continues with this or his staff continues with this (laughs) because I know he's a very busy man. And uh, I hope, I hope this continues. I wrote a blog post about this uh, this week. My biggest fear, my biggest fear is that this dream has come true. They have said, (laughs) they have said, uh, be careful what you wish for because it has come true. Yes, you now have the golden ticket to social media. Even as I play at the beginning of this show, and as I will play at the beginning of this show until I get sick of it, Dr. Glenn Stream giving me a shout-out and also talking about his agenda for the AEFP, especially for social media. Here he is once again. Um, This year, one of my commitments and and a great interest is to be more engaged with you as leaders, chapter leaders, uh, and and our frontline membership. Uh, On on Monday, a Twitter handle, I'm privileged to be the first one to hold, uh, at AEFP Prez, P-R-E-Z, I already have 29 followers. I feel so proud. Um, I have a long, long way to go to catch up to uh, our current student board member, Kevin Bernstein, who has a little over 1,000, um, and our, uh, our king of family medicine social media, uh, Mike Sevilla, who has nearly 7,000 uh, members. What? What are you talking about there, kids? You know, the funny part of that about that was <laughs> when that was happening, I wasn't even in the room. I was over at the convention center getting ready for my own presentation on social media and family medicine. I got all the Twitter updates saying, hey, Mike, the AAFP press gave you a shout-out on the podium. Wow. Wow. So I'll be riding that pony for as long as I can, playing that clip there, just to make myself feel better. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But as I talked about, yes, I did a uh, a huge uh, family medicine and social media presentation at the Scientific Assembly, which is the same week, later in the week. And that is one of my goals in life is now done. I presented at a national meeting. I presented at my professional organization, National Meeting, the American Academy of Family Physicians Annual Scientific Assembly. Yes, lowly me, not an academic person. Somebody who is in the community, a grassroots physician, gave a presentation at the big meeting, and I'm very proud about that. Very excited. I'm still excited about that. I'm still beaming about that. 
And I think I did a pretty good job. In fact, during one of my presentations there, the first one, somebody, a physician, uh, signed up for Twitter during my session, started tweeting out, tweeting out for the rest of the week. I very much appreciate that. That was very, very cool. And I kept getting uh, feedback the rest of the week. In fact, and also, I was walking through the exhibit hall at the meeting, and uh, you know, there are people are saying, "Hey, Mike, Mike, hey, 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 I got a question for you." And I kept walking like an idiot, but uh, I answered their questions about social media, about Facebook, about Twitter, and uh, that was a pretty, uh, pretty cool experience, pretty humbling experience. So. Uh, I'll be talking about this for a long time because I'm still pretty excited about it. Also just released today, the uh, weekly uh, AAFP News, AAFP News Now, their leading story is titled this. This is from uh, September 21 at 7.30 p.m. The title is this. Draft proposal for Medicare pay focuses on primary care, but AAFP challenges approach. MedPAC, or the Medicare uh, Payment Advisory Commission, promoting, uh, promote, uh, proposing proposing draft recommendations that call for eliminating the SGR, or sustainable growth rate, finally, which sets Medicare payments. So that's good. Unfortunately, later in the 441-page document, they also said that uh, they propose a freeze on current payments for primary care services for the next 10 years. What? 10 years? What are you talking about? So that's disappointing. So hopefully the AFP can uh, work on that continually. Of course, uh if you are in medicine or if you are in health policy, you know that the sustainable growth rate, or SGR, for Medicare is a joke. Should be eliminated. We need to find a better idea. So I'm glad that uh, AFP is reporting on this. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get some input and continue with the fight on that, especially for people like me who are in full-time private practice. So we'll do I'll take a little bit of a break here. After the break we'll be talking about the great meeting next week, the Kansas Academy of Family Physicians Patient Centered Medical Home Conference. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast right here on Blog Talk Radio on a Thursday afternoon. Here's my good friend Kevin Bernstein with his uh, former Twitter handle, but I still love this. We'll be right back here on the show. Hi, this is Kevin Bernstein, MD Student 31 on Twitter, and I listen to Family Medicine Rocks with Mike Sevilla. I'm here to talk about a little bit about a box set that's coming out that's pretty special. Whoa, that's not it. That's not that's not the bumper I was looking for. <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. Let's try this.
Uh, that's right. Uh, social media through the Asway Family Physician. This is the Family Medicine and Rocks podcast live on Block Talk Radio. So the next topic here, uh, next week I'll be going to the great city of Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas, or somewhere over there. I get confused. I get easily confused, you know. I'm from Ohio. Come on. Give me a break. Uh, so uh, I'll be going to the Kansas Academy of Family Physicians. It will be their patient-centered medical home summit 2011. The title is Context for Engagement, Effective Self-Management Support Strategies, How to Contact Effective Patient Surveys, how to improve relationships with healthcare providers, how to use social media for health engagement, and more taking place at the University of Kansas Edward campus on September 30th and October 1, 2011. Get more information at kansaspcmh.org. This is a one-and-a-half-day event that works as one small piece of the larger Kansas PCMH initiative. They tell me they are thrilled to not only have more than 100 individuals register to attend, including me, but more importantly to share who these individuals are. We have healthcare providers, namely family physicians, optometrists, behavioral health specialists, medical educators, and providers from the disciplines of home health and hospice care. We have patient advocates, rep- representation from pharma, payers, and most importantly, and at the center of it all, patients. Also known as healthcare consumers attending our conference. In addition to our on the ground attendants, we'll have online and virtual attendees participating via live streaming and interactive chat. Live streaming. I like that. It's good stuff. Here's some of the other stuff that they sent me here. Dr. Kathy Reams is our keynote. She'll be sharing compelling stories of self-management support and engaging a patient panel as well as the audience in dialogue around what can be done to effectively find solutions for self-management. Dr. April Foreman on Twitter, at Doc Foreman, will be sharing her story of how she transitioned from a technophobe to a healthcare provider that she has witnessed tremendous results using tech and specifically social media. I'll be curious to talk to her during the course of this conference as well. Nora Herting and Heather Wilms with ImagineThink.net will be imaging all presentations live. Trying to imagine that. Did you give, did you give me a, a YouTube video? I may, I may put that on the uh, on the website here for all of you to check out. Very interesting. Very exciting. And of course, we're using Twitter. The hashtag they're using is PCMH. Thank you for using a very simple Twitter, a very simple hashtag, PCMH. Still upset last week, all these various hashtags that are out there. Come on, kids. So for next next week, they'll be using PCMH at the Kansas Academy of Family Physicians PCMH meeting. 
Also, uh, they are uh, intending to have tweet-ups next week, which I hope to be at. (laughs) Uh, And uh, if you're not there, you can follow me at PCMH. And uh, they also say they're going to have a live, huge screen with the Twitter. Focusing on the hashtag PCMH. They also say they'll be announcing the uh, Kansas PCMH participation in the HIT community's first PCMH community at, here's the website, thehitcommunity.org. So that's kind of fun. Also, check out their blog at uh, kansaspcmh.wordpress.com. And uh, here's a post from September 20th. What happens when a healthcare provider is helped by a patient? This goes on by saying, When I realized that the best way to explain the patient-centered care was to start asking for patients to share their stories, I found out quickly that providers had exceptional stories to share as well. I would be remiss if I didn't embrace all perspectives of patient-centered care. If we are fortunate, we have many opportunities in our lifetimes to hear of individuals that have been helped by their health care providers. We learn of life-saving diagnosis and intervention, or are we moved by inspirational stories of life-changing and often life-saving behavioral change? How often do we hear of Equally uplifting stories of patients helping providers. With this in mind, I am blessed to share Maria's story. Maria was Richard's favorite nurse. Help! Richard was my nephew's favorite uncle. Here we go. In October, I'll be running the Chicago Marathon. I'm not a runner, but I was inspired by my friend Richard to join the Spinal Cord Injury Sucks team and commit to raise money for spinal cord injury research as well as awareness of the devastation that spinal cord injuries can cause. Richard will not be there at the finish line to celebrate my run. Unfortunately, I am running not only in honor of Richard, but in memory of him as he passed from complications of quadriplegia last February. I am part of the care team that got to know Richard during the months he spent at OU Medical Center following a spinal cord injury that left him paralyzed from the chest down. I was able to hear about things he loved before his injury, how he lived as an active, full life while teaching others to do the same. He created a personal workout regimen for me and cheered me on in a weight loss competition. I came to love the person he was and become after his injury. I am a better person for knowing him and trying to pay it forward for raising money for spinal cord injury research. You can read more about that at kansaspcmh.wordpress.com. I also uh, looked at their other uh, schedule for this uh, meeting. It's going to be Friday, uh, September 30th, and Saturday, October 1st. So for all of you in the Kansas City area, I will be coming out your way. Take cover. Hide the kids. Wake the neighbors. I'm coming out there. 
But looking at some of these sessions, it looks pretty good. I'm very excited to be a part of it. They asked me to come out and hang out there. Thank you so much uh, for them for doing that. Provider perspectives, patient perspectives, understanding engagement in the new world. Session called uh, Silence is No Longer an Option. A session called One Healthcare Providers Passionate Marriage of Healthcare and Social Media. A powerful team based approach to care. Thinking beyond the exam room, partic- uh, partnerships for engagement. So, uh, very excited to be a part of that coming up one week from now in the uh, Kansas City area. Thank you so much to the uh, Kansas Academy of uh, Family Physicians for inviting me to come out and uh, hang out and meet some great people and help promote their event not only on the podcast here but uh, also on uh, FamilyMedicineRocks.com. So I'll be out there uh, next week and uh, very excited to uh, take part in that. Um, You know, I admit even though, you know, I am a family physician advocate, uh, arguably – a family medicine pundit, arguably the king of uh, family medicine social media. Uh, I admit that I have much more to learn about when it comes to the patient-centered medical home. And when I do learn more about that, become more confident about it, talking about it, blogging about it, uh, podcasting about it, I will be sharing more of that with you here on the podcast. Uh, so I will take one more break here, and uh, our final segment here, I'll be talking about this week's conference in the great city of Philadelphia, the E-Patient Connections Conference. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast right here on Blog Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. Social media. I am Mike Savilla. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. And this week in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, was the E-Patient Connections Conference. I really wanted to go to that, but I was already committed to going to last week's conference. 
but it was pretty good. It was, uh, it was, um, you can go to epatient2011.com slash blog to uh, get more information about that. Uh, I believe it was a two-day conference. And I wrote a post about it called uh, Barriers to Physician Social Media from uh, Wednesday, September 21, 2011. I would encourage you to go to the blog and read about it. But basically what I talked about was a session with Brian Verderbedian, also known as Dr. V, also known as the creator of 33charts.com. And also Kent Bottles, Kent Bottles on Twitter. I believe kentbottles.blogspot.com. And uh, their session was a session that's pretty common at uh, anything having to do with medicine and physicians. There, uh, one of the many questions was, why aren't physicians more in social media? It's a question I get all the time. And as the blog post goes, and you know, there's also a video on the post with both of them talking in their own words. Uh, Dr. Bottle says, hey, you know, one of the reasons is that, you know, physicians were never trained like this. They don't know how to, you know, interact in the social media sphere. They don't like change. They don't know how to kind of be a little bit vulnerable and sometimes saying, I don't know. Brian also said, in addition to that, you know, which I agree with as well, you know, things like liability, patient privacy, lack of payment. I think those are also factors which prevent physicians from engaging in social media. Another thing that which I really much agree with was passion. I start this show with that every time. If you're not passionate about social media, if you're not passionate about medicine, don't even get into social media. People know when you're faking it. People know when you're trying to manufacture excitement. People know when you're not genuine. And I see a point why physicians may not be like that. Brian brought it up during his uh, talk as well. In this broken healthcare system, especially primary care, coming home late at night, tired, burned out, frustrated. You're asking them to write a passionate blog post, asking them to not vent on social media. It's tough. It's very, very tough. We have to show the value of social media to these physicians. The value of educating the public, our patients, about whatever we're passionate about, whether it's healthcare reform, whether it's health policy, whether it's clinical information, battling things like childhood obesity, cancer, substance abuse, whatever you're passionate about. You definitely need passion to engage in social media. And that's something I'm I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to do that with what I'm doing in social media, especially with my little niche of family medicine. 
I don't think that I'm good enough to kind of cross over and to talk to the general public about this. I'll leave that to people like Brian Verdebiti and Kev Bottles and all those other people. Where I excel, where I do really well, I think, is with my own people. It's with family physicians, with family medicine. I really see one of the things that I would want to do is to empower my specialty, to empower family docs, to empower my peers, my colleagues in family medicine to get out there and participate, to engage, to be passionate about social media despite this broken healthcare system, despite all the things that we have to do, especially me as a practicing full-time family medicine physician. I'm not an academics. I'm not uh, an executive family physician. I see patients every day in my office and in the hospital. I know it's tough. I know it's difficult. I know a lot of people want to vent about this stuff. But we as family physicians definitely need to tell our story. We have too long let other people tell our story for us. We have let other specialties, we have let other people, like insurance companies and attorneys and all those people, define what family medicine is. I think that's wrong. I think that family medicine needs, this is the time for us to stand up and say, hey, this is what family medicine is about. This is the ideas that we have to fix our broken health care system. This is how we believe we can give the best care to our patients in our local, state, and national communities. We can do it better. We can do it cheaper. Really, we can. We have the data for it. We just haven't had a chance to spread it around yet. That's what this show is about. That's what my website is about. That's what this blog is about. That's why I Twitter. That's why I Facebook. Because I feel passionate that family medicine has the key to solve a lot of the healthcare problems in the United States. I know it sounds crazy, it sounds nuts, it sounds insane, but we need to get our story out there. And amazingly enough, that's the end of this show. Went fast, you know what I mean? (laughs) Thank you everybody for listening live. Thank you everybody for listening on the archives. I admit too, I have been very beat down. I've been very frustrated. I've been very tired working in this system. But last week and this week and next week, I feel energized. I feel empowered. I feel excited. And I want to get this message out to you, to anybody who will listen. I thank you so much for listening to the show, for reading my blog. I'll talk to anybody who will listen, whether in this local community, at the state level, at the national level, to our legislators, to anybody who will listen. Because not only do I think family physicians should do it, I should do it. We should get my friends and colleagues and peers out there to do this as well. My name is Mike Savella. Thank you so much for joining me the show here today. Get all the information at FamilyMedicineRocks.com. Please subscribe to the blog, to the website. You'll get all my 
information. You'll get all my blog posts, which I think I'll be writing more because I am I am upset. <laughs> when I'm upset, I write more. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me. Go to FamilyMedicineRocks.com. Look out, Kansas City area. I'm coming out to you next week. We're going to have a good time out there. Follow me on Twitter, Dr. Mike Savilla, D-R. Mike Savilla. Also follow me on Facebook. Go to the blog. Go to the website, FamilyMedicineRocks.com. I'll see you out there on Twitter, on the Internet. I will see you in person in the Kansas City area next week. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. We'll see you later. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.